0: It is Jake and Seth. We are back and uh, still in quarantine and uh, still glued to our TVs, watching all the content we can get our hands on. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Ozark Season 3. This is a show I've enjoyed greatly. Um, actually, I was really pleasantly surprised with the first season of uh, uh, by the pace of the show, the storytelling, and the, the character development, uh, also just found the whole the the central character of Marty Bird to be sort of a fascinating character. This guy who's sort of like almost slightly autistic, I want to say, but also just like an amazing salesman and uh, s- sort of a financial wizard. Um, and uh, so now that we're into s- season one, is mostly about them buying up businesses around the Ozarks in uh, Missouri, I believe. And uh, laundering money for the cartel in Mexico. Season two is mostly about them dealing with local, other local crime people like uh, the Snells, who had a poppy field uh, heroin operation, and then also the local Kansas City mafia. And so, basically, through the work, through uh, <laughs> a lot of shady dealings with cartel people and criminals, and a few uh, dirt. Uh, they come arrive at season three, uh, now realizing they needed a a full on riverboat casino to launder the amount of money they needed to for the cartel. And they've also taken control of the Kansas city mafia to muscle any of their enemies. Um, how did you feel about the first two seasons?
1: I really liked the first season. Um, season two, it's funny. I, we were talking about it before and I, I remember you said you preferred it, um, I think I prefer season one, although they're both really good quality.
0: The I think I'm. I think I'm a season one guy. I'm sorry if I confused that.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Because <clears throat> uh, I really like both seasons, and I think that the thing that season two does really well is it manages. While I'm saying I prefer season one, season two, to your point, it brings in all these local people. Like some who are introduced in season one, but it does a great job of fleshing out. Like there's. A fleshing out the world, showing there are more enemies and more obstacles, and I think it they did a really great job with that in season two. But the reason I like season one more is there's just so much more change, like from the characters, like the characters from the first episode. And I really thought the pilot, I like what they did with the pilot, I like what they did with the season. They really took their time setting it up. Like the whole first episode is about their normal life, and I feel like most shows would start about halfway through for the pilot episode, they would have have started 30 minutes later, as in that, like, they wouldn't have taken so much time to set it up. And one of the things I really like about the show, and I think the best qualities that remind me of Breaking Bad, is it's not slow, but it's deliberate. And there's such good writing, to your point, like character development and interaction that there's not tons of violence or action each episode, but there's a lot of character action, or at least character development, and that propels everything forward.
0: I agree. Energy of the first season is a little better, uh, like the roller coaster ride you get from the pilot. I think it's a great pilot to um, basically introduce to Marty, and it's like he, he seems like a businessman in Chicago. And then as the pilot goes on, you realize it's uh, sort of a shady business, and they're laundering money for this cartel guy. Not only that, the cartel guy kind of shakes them down and murders a bunch of his associates, and Marty's kind of ends up having to sell to this guy that he can launder more money than he was at at this Ozarks place. And it's just sort of this Hail Mary. And uh, so he ends up moving his whole family to the Ozarks and just the whole, yeah, the whole energy of like changing your life, moving your family. To me, the highlights of the show to me are really the conversations between Bayman and Laura Linney, his wife, Uh, and just them sort of like, not only being husband and wife, but also being business partners and also being the, the father and mother of these two children. And like, what are the best moves for all of these people in all of these situations? And it's like, they have to have these very intense conversations in and very like efficient amount of time. They never have enough time to actually talk about what they need to talk about. And it's both of them are really good actors. And I think they both really shine in the show. And, uh, I think that like that, that the centralness of that relationship, I think carries throughout the three seasons. Um, uh, well, yeah, I mean... I,
1: I that That's an amazing description and analysis because what's funny is I agree with you entirely and before I kind of mentioned the similarities to Breaking Bad and not to keep bringing it back to that, but like in that film, I think that show, one of the things that they really suffered was the relationship between Walter White and his wife um, and it's really about Walter and Jesse, it's about their friendship uh, and this show, you're right there's no Jesse, it's really the focus of them and we talk about layers a lot and to your point, and I hadn't thought of this until you mentioned it, but each scene, what they're really bringing to it, it's that layered performance and nuance. It's like in each scene, they're talking about being business partners. Like they are yeah. like in a romantic relationship, romantic partners, co-parents or parents. Um, and then they're just like two people who also at the most basic level are trying to survive and realize they need yeah. each other to survive and also more importantly to keep their kids alive, which not giving anything way that's just been a general trend like this show is about survival and it's to your point the one of the strongest points of it why it's been so successful is it's the two of them figuring out how they're gonna survive with never enough time never enough resources they're always outgunned they're always back in right. a corner but one of them's always coming up with something and they work so well together um, at least hint, hint in the first two seasons that um that it's really, they're the dynamic duo. You're watching right. them get away with everything. And
0: then like the highs and lows that they go through too. Just like I mean, even the pilot, it's found out Laura Linney's having an affair. And then the, the guy she's having an affair with is thrown off his own balcony. And it's just like, she, and then Bateman kind of ends up saving her life in that pilot. And then it's just like, the highs and lows they go through throughout the show the, and the arguments they have are just so insane at times. Um, I also think... Yeah, one of my the things I like that sort of differentiates this show from shows I would say like Breaking Bad and Sopranos maybe are the other are the two I would compare it to. Um, This show though, it feels like it showed it starts like in the third season, something or something it's like the like Sopranos is kind of a slow build and Breaking is not a slow show but it takes you know you don't really consider Walter White a bad guy until like maybe the third or fourth season so but I think this show it's like you you sort of start in the middle of it and it's just kind of chaos and mayhem from the beginning and there's no slow burn into it it's just like you're thrown into a chaotic situation and then it just feels like this snowball was rolling ever since so I think that's kind of my favorite part yeah the the, the thing that differentiates it for me from those other shows.
1: Yeah, It's interesting. Um, I neither was I finished the season yet, so I'm just like asking out loud. I wonder if there's going to be a season four, possibly further. I know Netflix tries to aim for three to four seasons for most of their shows, but I can't imagine this is too expensive. Like I know the actors, direct uh, Bateman's doing the directing, writing, acting. Like I'm sure. I'm curious yeah. if they're going to be able to keep it going.
0: I, I don't know if they, yeah, I haven't finished season three yet either, so I'm not hundred percent sure what the future holds for the show. Um, I will say for this third season, um, I'm enjoying it. I enjoy the, I think I'm enjoying sort of the plot and narrative of this third season a little bit more than the second season. Um, the, uh, I guess my one, one gripe I have, not that I dislike the character. I just thought it was kind of like strange. <laughs> So, introduce Laura Linney's brother with no real background at any point in the other two seasons. They're just like, oh, this is her kind of like free hearted brother who just showed up and wanted to know what she was doing, like owning a casino. And it's like, okay, I kind of get it. Like, maybe, maybe if you bought a casino, someone from your family would kind of show up and like kind of poke around, see what was going on. But it was like, they really. Not at one point do either the kids mention, like, hey, where's Uncle this guy? Or, like, where's Uncle that guy? He just It's its clearly, like, they kind of wrote this character into the third season. So I think it's a minor gripe to me. That being said, I do like the character. I like kind of what's cooking between him and uh, the, the Ruth character, who's another character I like. Um, so I go—I get, get that I, I think he was an, a needed character. I wish they just sort of wrote him in a little bit better, I guess.
1: I agree with you so much. And no, there's not an echo in here. But uh, I just want to... Um... That's like fine. the brother, I I think again you're a little further ahead of me. But yeah, that's where I am at. Like there's some they're hinting at it to like apparently like a romantic relationship or like maybe not romantic, but like there's some definitely some chemistry between there's the little
0: thing going on. Yeah.
1: And um when for the brother, he was an actor. I'm blanking on his name right now. I'm sorry, actually I have the IMDb up, IMDb up now. But he was on uh, the Iron Fist TV series. Not that that was a particularly good...
0: Not he looked familiar. I didn't know oh, who he was. I then. think it's
1: Tom Pelfrey. I'm believe, or i pretty sure it's Tom Pelfrey. Um, sorry. Falling down rabbit hole there. Good. I like him in that. And then what's funny is I like him, what I've seen so far, in this. But it's almost... I don't want to say he's in a different show... But he feels like he's more from like the Langmore side of the tracks, and I'm just having a hard time. At least, and I've, he's kind of hinted. I knew that that Lauren Linney had like a different background. Uh, I didn't realize she was from the south. I thought right. she was more from like a Midwest, maybe even just a rural area, like in the east.
0: But yeah.
1: um, he's coming she on. Seems
0: very, she, she seems very waspy at the time, but then they mentioned that, and you're like, oh, like yeah, I had that same reaction. I was like, oh, maybe I don't fully understand her background.
1: And his intro, like. I'm, there is a whole scene where it's like the son's like, hey, you said once that you reminded me of him. And I remembered that. But it's like that was a one-off piece of dialogue two seasons ago. The whole idea of seeding stuff is an art, not a science. And I maybe being <laughs> too hard on it here. But that I – re- I vaguely remembered it. And then, like, when they called it out, I looked it up. I was like, okay, that was a reference they made.
0: Oh, I didn't <laughs> remember that. So, okay.
1: But, That's like – to- I was like even that it's not enough, like I barely remembered it, but it wasn't something that I would, like it wasn't like a bell rung I was like, oh yeah that I was like, I think they mentioned him before, but and then he came in just so hot and like his intro with the phones and everything I yeah yeah he's <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting a little windy here he plays I really like him as an actor sometimes I think he plays a little big I like him in this so far, but like his. When, I've seen a couple scenes so far where he, I think, the scene's a little bigger than him, if that makes sense. And it's not, and I, I like him, and he's not doing a bad job, but, like, some of the emotional, like, outburst scenes, I'm like, it feels like someone play-acting.
0: I think, so I think uh, later on in the season, you'll kind of put more things together with that. Um, but you're right, I uh, uh, he, he's got so, he got, he's not dominating the show with his Like, but I'd also say I don't think he's bad. Like I'm actually reserving my judgment on him, maybe for a more dramatic moment or something. Um, but um, the other thing I was gonna say, um, oh sorry, is um, the Ruth character, Ruth Langmore by Julia Garner. I think she's the other one outside of Bateman and Lenny that I really feel uh, like I'm pulling for in a way or rooting for, or I'm like, I'm hoping she makes the right decisions or makes the correct reads on people and stuff. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't fully expect that uh, (laughs) coming, like going through the show. I remember when she was introduced, I was very skeptical of her. But now that she's been kind of groomed by uh, Marty and stuff, it's like, you kind of, you kind of feel like she's like, she's the real child of these people in a way.
1: I, it's so funny you mentioned that there's definitely a bond that's, and this year they're clearly developing it. I'm only like a third or a quarter of the way through the season, but she's the heir almost like at least to their criminal empire. They have their kids. Yeah. they love their kids. But, and Laura Linney's character, like she was a real motherly character. That's something they really established early on. And she and Marty always kind of kept each other in arms and I think that all the characters they've done a great job of developing and really bringing them from one spot to another on the spectrum. But this is the character I think they've done the best because they introduce her as a villain. And she's a good villain because she's a sympathetic villain at first. Like she's taking care of her family. She's this maternal character, but she's also like on the verge of being overwhelmed. And then you see her, and she's like way too young to be doing all this. She comes from like a family of like what they've been like preferring them as losers and criminals. And it's like this was her fate. And you see her at least a few seasons in trying to lift her and herself family up like not necessarily out of crime but to a higher rung of crime and like out of the trailer park and into the casino so to speak
0: yeah, yeah. i found that yeah more in- interesting that uh of all the locals she was the one that really saw uh marty's arrival as like her opportunity everyone else is sort of like put off by him and trying to bring him down and like uh, in the beginning she tries to rip him off i think in the second episode yeah or something. but it's like after that, she's the only one that kind of like changes her opinion of him and actually like sees it as something she can take advantage of. So, I yeah, I've always kind of been interested in her character. I had one more point about the brother. Well, gonna...
1: while you think about that, because I would say to your point, she was yeah. always kind of the smartest person there. The Snells were like cunning, but not so much smart. Like the Snells were kind of more like they were the old, like they're experienced, they knew what they were doing. But Ruth was smart, and I feel like the one thing that she and Marty recognized in each other quickly. Was that not like they were in, smart? Might not be the right word. Like highly intelligent, fiercely intelligent, yeah. and they both recognize that in the, in each other. And as we've seen, when they kind of use their forces together, there's like no one in that town or a region who can seem to stop them.
0: Right. Yeah. Once Marty sort of had someone like a local who could kind of like get him into certain areas, it, it made him a lot more powerful instead of just being the suit that was walking into businesses and scaring everybody. Um, the, oh, the other thing I was gonna say about the brother character is that um, he's clearly like um, replacing like the old man character in the second yes. season they move into that house and that's sort of like it's another where that they sort of like abruptly introduce a new character but in that thing it was smart and they did it in a pretty smart way where it's like, oh, we'll give him a nice house but you gotta live with this weird old man And it was a, it was an interesting way to develop like a relationship for their son and stuff and it was just a fun guy to have sort of in that house with them. And so it, it's clear to me that this the brother character is sort of like a semi-replacement of that guy.
1: I picked up on that quickly, too, and I thought it was clever how they introduced him, too. Not the initial introduction. Well, I actually really like that when it's... I'm sorry, not the scene with the, as a teacher, but when he meets Ruth Langmore. And then the scene when it's him speaking to the son, and it's a scene you just described, when the son's telling him about the old man who lived with them. And right. I think the expectation was he could have gone one of a million ways, but you thought he'd be like maybe more critical of it or make fun of the old man, like his skinny dipping or whatever. And you realize he goes another way. So it's someone who's like introduced as kind of this wild man, but you realize there's like a softer side, a poet side. you may say like, he's a deeper than you really character, deeper than you realize. And then later in the show, you see him doing exactly what the old man did, although not in a different way, but right. like running in and doing the skinny dipping, which I thought was really <laughs> clever on multiple levels like to us as the viewer and even in that family being like I'm here like I I, yeah and as I say that if that were my uh brother-in-law I love my brother-in-laws but if any of them did that I'd be a little pissed off uh especially in front of neighbors or whatever a business partner but there's something really endearing about it with him so I know I just kind of critics critiqued him for some of his more like big wild moments. But I think a lot of his, he pulls off the humor really well and he's really pulled off the drama and like the dinner with him and Marty. It was the writing wasn't great, but I really liked what he was bringing to it. And both of them, it was like this tense moment, but there's never like a hostility. And I'm interested to learn more about that relationship because it could just be a a, a respectful brother, uh, brother brother-in-law relationship, but it was just interesting Again, I may misinterpret anything, but Marty, very, I think, in the most respectful and nicest way he could, was like, "This isn't the right time. You have to go." In a way that wasn't aggressive. And the uh, and like then he finds out the but that the brother-in-law like skipped a bench warrant and like this is the only place he can go, even though yeah. it's probably. I would just be like, "You have to have so like there's got to be someone else." If that were me, actually, I wouldn't say that. If my brother-in-law's needed a place, you guys can come scan scor- 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 with me for a bit, but. And it ended on a note that I thought was believable. And it's like these are two guys who are clearly like, they're just leveled with each other. And like, it's the, like, Marty, my takeaway was the guy was like, I won't tell, like, don't tell my sister. To me, I thought they they said a lot in that scene, and I may be mistaken. Granted, I might not have seen that ep- next episode completely, but it was one of the quiet yeah. moments, and I really liked what he brought to the
0: scene. Yeah. No, I thought that was a good scene, too, because. like talk to Marty and like, you know, like you can't just be a character here. Like I'm asking you to leave my house. So like, you have to tell me what's going on here. But, uh, I, I think I was a little skeptical of him in the first couple episodes, especially the way. They introduced him. But I'll say as the, as the show's kind of on this season, I think he's an interesting character. I think they're developing him in an interesting way. Um, so I'd keep my eye on him. Um, are you, um, th- yeah, that I guess the other plot line we didn't quite touch on was the, the Snell, uh, Darlene Snell, I think is her name, uh, they gave her baby to kind of appease for the fact that they killed her husband, or whatever, I forget exactly what happened, but she ended up with this, like, you know, baby that wasn't hers, now she's raising it, uh, she's kind of luring in uh, uh, Ruth's brother, or cousin, or yeah, something Yeah, cousin. Uh, to like, kind of stay with her, uh, weird character, weird situation over at the (laughs) Snells.
1: She's always been a weird character and sometimes it works for her, sometimes it doesn't. And this is one of the times where I feel like it doesn't because we kind of saw her lose her, a couple screws went loose last season, it seems like. And I just can't believe, I understand how she was able to get the baby from them. Um, but I don't understand like how she just hasn't been arrested for anything. Like she just doesn't seem like the type of person who would be able to. I am surprised she hasn't like been it, been able to keep it together this long. Maybe that's the baby, or her, I'm, she clearly has some plan. Yeah, bringing in Ruth's cousin, whose name I'm blanking on at the moment. But um, uh, like without knowing more right now, I would definitely have to say Wyatt, it's one of the Why? We- yeah, I would have to say it's one of the weaker part of the seasons right now. I really liked her husband, like losing her husband was a huge, we'll see, we'll see where, she, where they take the character, I thought it was a bold move, but I really, now yeah. like at this point in the season, I'm wondering if it wouldn't be a better show, maybe, maybe with
0: him around. There's also, uh, there's also like the cartel liaison, uh, that woman, I'm blanking on her name too, is it Charlotte or something? Or no, Charlotte's the daughter. Uh, but the, the woman who's the cartel liaison is kind of going on a lot of business meetings to buy up casinos with them.
1: She is. She was also, and I'm going to blow your mind here, my friend. Please do. <laughs> she is also from a little show called Jessica Jones. I bet you didn't know that. Oh, okay.
0: Wow. I did not know that. <laughs> I bet
1: you didn't know that. Um, I'm just double-checking the name. Right now. But, yeah, she played Jessica <laughs> Jones' mom in season two. She was actually really great in that role, but that season was just not good. It was uh not her fault, but it just was no – it was no bueno.
0: I, I'll believe you on that one.
1: <laughs> I can't find it. Okay, I, I'm, I'm sorry. We should have this up. I can't find her name right now. She's really great, though. I think she's one of the best parts of – One of the best additions. Yeah, like – and I also like what I've seen. She's got a really great chemistry with Laura Linney's character. Like they're kind of got this; yeah. they've got a Batman Robin thing working right now.
0: Well, it's like they're clearly more in unison than Linney and Bateman. That obviously becomes a bigger thing as the season goes on, too.
1: I'm sorry, you broke up. Would you mind just repeating that?
0: Oh sure, yeah. Linney, uh, Linney, and that uh, the cartel liaison. They, it's like they're clearly working more in unison than Linny and Bateman. And it's like, I think that becomes like a bigger storyline as it goes on. Just because it's like once Linny and Bateman aren't really working together, things really can unravel quickly.
1: <laughs> yeah. By the way, I apologize, everyone. Her name was Janet McTeer that, and she plays there we go. the lawyer, um, Helen, Helen Pierce, Helen. Yeah. She brings a real big dick energy to the character. And I mean that as she a compliment, yeah. like she, like every time I see her, I'm like, we need to get her in, a James Cameron movie or a Marvel movie or a Nolan movie. Like, I think she could be a great, she's got a great villain vibe to her.
0: It does. Very icy, uh, kind of has like a Robin Wright pen, uh, vibe to her at times.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of hers. She's another character who I really like, but I want to see where they're taking her. Like I, I want her, I'm interested to see how much more we get. And you also see her, her daughter's a similar age to their kids. There's some relationships developing there. Um, they always do a good job of like tying all these disparate plots back together by the end of the season. So I'm, I'm going to hold off too much judgment, but like meeting her, a husband or, or new, new husband and like the father-in-law to her daughter is just expanding out a part of the show that I didn't necessarily want to see. I'm not, what I've seen so far is fine. I'm going to wait till the end of the season. So yeah, right now I'd have to say the Snell baby storyline is, is the weakest. But th- that
0: could change. Um, do you have any? I have one predict. I, I again, I haven't seen the end of the season, but I have one uh, sort of prediction about the end of the season.
1: Yeah, give me a prediction.
0: I predict one of the ch- one of Bateman and Lindy's children. So either Jonah or Charlotte. I think by the end of the show either either one of them is dead or one of them sort of like in captivity with a cart, with the cartel kind of thing. I think I think I think there's right now I'm predicting high chance something happens to one of those two kids. Yeah, any maybe any predictions on like a major character dying or anything like that?
1: I really like that prediction. I am trying to that my pauses that I was really in deep in thought who who I thought it would be. My first thought <laughs> goes to the daughter just because it would. it's easy for Ruth Langmore to slip in. That sounds so mean, but it's like from a storytelling pl- plot and like you could have her take that role and then the brother gets upset that she's like f- filling the role of the dead sister. I just feel like there's a lot of ripe storytelling there. But at the same time, the son, they spend a lot of time with the son and he's kind of this weird little outcast, like nothing that, that makes him bad yeah. or anything, but like... I
0: like the son character. He's
1: interesting. Well, I do too. I think one of the things is... What I was thinking is maybe he actually ha- kills someone this time to save his family. Remember, like the situation he was in in the first season, and he didn't have what it—he oh, like yeah. wasn't able to shoot the guy. Maybe it's that. Um, I, or the one thing that's—I think they're going to kill the uncle, or maybe Marty. Oh,
0: oh, you think Marty dies?
1: Like that, that would, would be—that would be big. That would be bold. That would be. But like Laura Linney, like they've got the cast, and I feel like Bateman would be just crazy enough to do it. I'm gonna just choose that the bait, that's kinda of, that's kind of a cheap, but I'll say Bateman or the Uncle dies.
0: Wow, that Bateman Bateman dying is a big prediction. I would I would say like the easy picks would be like the, the Darlene Snell character or like maybe Ruth, uh, maybe Laura Linney. I don't It's but like by season three you gotta think like hey, any of these major characters could die. So
1: Well maybe it's Snell kills their boy and then they get the baby and yeah.
0: like, then the baby then yeah maybe yeah it's like a baby trade-off i could see something like that happening you're right okay um any other predictions <laughs> um i guess i would just say I, hope, I like i don't know what happens but i hope there's a season four i've enjoyed the show i've enjoyed how the scale of the show increases each season um i enjoy you yeah i enjoy a lot of the characters even some of the one. So, I hope there is a fourth season.
1: I hope there is. Too. Yeah, I guess i haven't finished season 3, but even if season 3 falls off from what I've seen, like I want to see where I think they've got there's more meat on the bone. I want to see where they can take this story. All right. All right. Um I think that does it for uh, at this point. We'll, we'll we'll check back in after a few more episodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or maybe well, yeah, if we finish the show or whatever, we'll uh, give a give a full score or something. Yeah.
1: No scores yet. No scores yet. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, people.
0: Goodbye, people.